watched mm-hmm. on all of our episodes people really wanted to know more about his story so he's here to tell you about it what's up major how y'all doing yes. thanks for having me again all right in person right y'all that's right <laughs> <laughs> so um since the interview has anybody inboxed you or said anything uh you? since the interview right uh mm-hmm. I, I i ain't gonna say i sold a ton of books but i uh definitely sold more because I was hearing from more people. Awesome. Okay. Uh, it was some woman, I think, from, I think her name was Christina, something I seen on YouTube. Right. She uh, had inboxed me and she bought five books herself. Oh, oh wow. good. Yay. Yay. <laughs> That is amazing. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Christine, that, that was the one who was in the inbox. I really need to hear from him. Yes, more. That, yes, yes, more. Yes, more. Yes, she did. And honestly, I thought I was like, when I see Major, I'm going to ask him, does he know her personally? No, you I, don't know her? I don't know her. Okay, so all. guess what, y'all? See see what the power of telling your story does, okay? Yeah. They really hit you up. Because mm-hmm. she was like, um, she had came on the page, didn't she? Yeah, on And she was asking YouTube us about, page, a, yeah. about him. Yeah, so... That's definitely important. Get your stories out yeah, there. Right? And, you see bought, and then look, what come out? She bought books and stuff. Other people bought books. Right. She That's amazing. clearly bought five herself, but I don't know if it was the show per se, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. After right. the show, I have so more books. I ain't no if and buts about it. Okay. Nice. So, okay, since the show, has that made you, like, be a little more comfortable with being expressive? Because you're already a, a, an expressive person because mm-hmm. you're... A book writer and you help other people right mm-hmm. okay so is that did that make you want to like go in another direction with your brand of what you're doing or not uh so much of a a different direction mm-hmm. it gave me things different outlets to look at right because uh i was shying away from podcasts because i'm thinking <laughs> if, if y'all not follow me, but I ain't did too many podcasts. I do them. Right. But the thing is, I'm like, I need some type of training. Right. You know, because I can watch videos and stuff that I did. Like, man, that's me really doing that goofball stuff. <laughs> right. But it, it just gave me the gumption. And then when I seen that people was keying into y'all show, mm-hmm. man, somebody really listening. So let me get this together and get on whatever podcast I can. And just like I told y'all, y'all mm-hmm. offered me to come back. This, this was a, a no-brainer for me, especially I'm right out here. Right, right. right. I think that um, when people think of like podcasts, it's new, right? Mm-hmm. So statistically, by us going through the trend with it, from what we're finding out is that's the new wave of the world, right? So by remember how it was when rap first came out? Yes. Nobody understood rap. Nobody knew that that's what's running the world, right? And now that the rap, you know, the entertainment business is what, runs the world they're saying podcasting is what is going to run the new like the next 20 years like that's the next big thing right it's a billion dollar Mm -hmm. industry for 2022 that's what companies are using podcasts to market their brand so 
you don't really need any training. It's just basically on the person that's interviewing you, right, to pull whatever you have. All you think that's the case? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because I watched yeah. my show with y'all. I don't know if y'all did it. Like, I was doing yeah, so much fidgeting. Oh, I mean, I mean because, because, you're, because you're nervous about it. Because right. it's like... It's like you're you're in front of the camera, mm-hmm. and so you're telling yourself, like, let me not say this, or let mm-hmm. me not say, you know, let me not do this, or what are they? What's the next question? Right, be, right. What? what if they ask me something that I don't want to answer? Right. So what's my? It's like a game you're playing with yourself. What am I gonna do if they ask the wrong question to me? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We don't know what the wrong question right. is, but. In your mind, you're saying, like, did they do any research on me? What they know about my background? What they going to add? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, it's, it's, it's definitely, we definitely get your point of it, of why you would be nervous about it. But, no, you did really good. I mean, obviously, because people came to you about the interview, right? right. So, yeah, you got to do more. Are you, are you prepared to do that? See, I'm, I'm totally prepared because I actually enter the field where I'm putting myself up for public scrutiny. Okay. Right. You no know, podcast give me a chance to tell my own story right. versus Before others. Yeah. Because yes. by me putting myself out there, I get the negative stuff too. But once mm-hmm. I get a chance to talk on podcast, mm-hmm. this is me talking my unadulterated story. Right. Right. You no, know, right. so I actually learned from y'all too because I have a podcast I started just mm-hmm. by being on y'all. I'm like, man, I need to get my stuff together. Yeah. Right. Get, get, get <laughs> yeah. back to it. Yeah. Well, definitely. When you're okay, so what is your podcast about? What do, What are you gonna do with it? Actually, I have a podcast as it relates to uh, interviewing authors. Okay. okay. Uh, it, it's the same name as my booking company, Black Bottom Bread. But okay. The thing about it is strictly for authors to network, get their story out there, uh, mm-hmm. promote whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I also like finding new people because I think I started off wrong. I was aiming for the big fish. Right. And I sort of got big handed because my first two episodes, I end up getting Stanley James from Los Angeles. That's who I uh, got my deal with. Mm-hmm. So that, like, man, I okay, I'll get him on the podcast. Then mm-hmm. I got Sylvia Hubbard, who was almost running Detroit Publishing. Okay. And I think that kind of did something to my own ego. <laughs> right. Like, how did I get this podcast and these people agreed to it? Right. And by that being the case, I lost focus. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Like, And that's good that you paid attention to that, though. Because that made you sharpen, that's making you sharpen up what you want, really, yes, right? Mm-hmm. And so since then, though, that you um, got them to, you know, deal with you, have you started writing out what how, what direction and your plan or how you want to take yours? Uh, Yes, because initially I was thinking of giving others a platform, but I'm not going to be the one to act like I'm not in it for the cash. Okay. Right. So right. while I'm giving others a platform... Mm-hmm. Like, as y'all was saying, my thing is I don't know how to monetize it. Right, right. So having a platform to uh, give people a way to express themselves, there's two things involved. You doing this for the love? Yes, I'm doing it for the love. Right. But love don't negate the fact that bills and everything else got to get paid. Right. Because I understand that content should mm-hmm. be paid for monetized some type of way. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, exactly. definitely. Exactly, because it is it can be a, um, a nice, hefty over, overhead when you're starting off, you know. Yeah. So. When you're starting off with podcasts, and just so y'all know, it's no money in it right no. away, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not already, like, connected, mm-hmm. right? If you don't have a lot of... The, the basic thing I would tell a person before they start a podcast, put you about at least 
$5,000 up. Reason why I say $5,000, because that's going to pay for your studio time because you don't know. This is this is someone that don't know how to edit. Right. They they don't know angles. Right. You know, that, that's definitely, mm -hmm. you have to know that, right? Mm -hmm. um, if you don't have somebody that can help you, it's not a one-man band. It's not a no. one-man band. You could be the only person doing the interviews, right? But... When it comes to the production of it, right, it's so hard. It it's is. hard. I'm not going to sit and act like it's easy. You can't figure it out. You can go on YouTube and spend days and months right. on, <laughs> on how to, but just to make yourself same. be interested mm -hmm. in your craft of what you do since you're a writer. You, you produce people, right, mm -hmm. already by writing. Well, you want to focus on your writing. You don't want to be like after you're done writing like, dang, I gotta come up you know, make topic. sure my the lighting was right. Yep. Did the camera cut off? Yep. Did the words did the words come out right? The sound in the back, you know, every single thing has to be on point. Then when you're first doing your first um episode, you automatically just being when you're an artist, you want to be a perfectionist. Right. So you're battling with your you being a perfectionist and showing your art at the same time. It's irritating to try to do all of that at once. It sounds like, oh well, I got it, but it's really <laughs> it's really not it. Mm -hmm. Um now who since since you're gonna, you know, continue with your podcasting, is is um anybody is there anybody else that can come on your show outside of being an author? Do they have to be an author to be on your show? Initially that's what I started only for authors, but as time go on, I wanted to be for the written word period. Oh, okay. Not okay. just authors such as uh, directors, script writers, right. anything that's creative with the art, such as putting words together. Okay. Because I see that only catering to people who write books is doing not myself a disservice, but other people as well, because mm -hmm. there's other things that need to be wrote. You got commercials need to be wrote. You got mm -hmm. movies need to be wrote, scripts mm -hmm. and everything. And I want to include them as well. Right. Okay. So when I first, um, to tell you a little bit about me, I, when I first started out, um, when I first got out, I wrote a book. I actually wrote a book, these two books while I was locked up. The Hood Makes Fresh Water, Overlay for the Underplay. So I published my first book, um, 2009, and it started, I started publishing it in 2008. Okay. And then it fully got completed by January 2009 did good I sold my first um weekend <laughs> I made a thousand dollars and I just knew I was just off and running right but I'm by myself and so it's like that when I first got out you know I'm younger I still look really youthful at the time so everybody was just like helping giving me money and you know looking out supporting mm -hmm. now then I wasn't paying attention by me being independent. Mm -hmm. I wasn't paying attention to the money. So when the money got thin, it's like I just forgot about the books, right? So what happened to me um, like about five days ago was in this process since 2009 for, until now, I had two different publishing companies that didn't do me right, right? So then I found this company that's in Minnesota where I'm at and um, Ingram Spark. So yeah, I'm still independent, right? I'm still independent. 
my books have always been on Amazon. But what I found was there was a publishing houses in New York uh -huh. that constantly kept calling me. I'm like, I'm like, even right now, they still call me, please sign with me, please sign with me. And I asked them, I said, do you want me to sign with you because of the name of the book is a, isn't an attraction, mm -hmm. right? You see on Amazon, you're seeing something that I'm obviously not seeing because there's no company that's just going to constantly keep sweating you, right? right? So I signed with the Ingram Spark just for them to distribute, distribute. Mm -hmm. right? And so I'm on Amazon. And so my very first time with me doing all this by myself, like the first time I bought two orders of, um, so I bought a total of $2,000. I've been... I mean, excuse me, 2,000 books. Mm -hmm. I then got rid of all of them, right? But I said I need to sell with everybody's like, your book's so good. And the name of it, why you ain't, you should be, you know, somebody. So you're listening to the hype mm -hmm. of right. yeah. other people, right? <laughs> but for the first time, I kind of cried last week because I got a check. <laughs> and I'm laughing because the check was only for like 40 bucks. But I didn't. I didn't do anything to get the $40, right? right? The reason why I cried is because I was like, why is it taking me so long to be successful? Yeah. Like, with the book. Because I've had people try to come and sign your rights over. Man, that book is slick. I talked to, like, celebrity people, right, while I was selling a book down right. here, right? And they even helped me sell some of the book just because of the name of it, mm -hmm. right? And I'm I've I've met, you know, important people pass my book off to them. They like the name of the book, all of that. Couple people that was, you know, somebody read it, told me they like, "Well, are you going to turn this into a movie?" right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like then it's like those times come it seems like when I'm into doing something else. So it's like you're doing your publishing right now and you're helping other people with publishing mm -hmm. now the success with the podcast is <laughs> making you say like i need to go back to where i started right mm -hmm. i started off with a publish i mean uh with the pod podcast right so now it's gearing you back to doing that do you think that that's gonna is it is it gonna make you um be unfocused on what you already have going on Nope. Okay. Reason being is because I I mentioned to y'all before, mm -hmm. I wanted to do everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like I want to control marketing my book. I want to uh, uh uh control sales. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to run my podcast. I want to write the episode. I want to solicit guests and all that. Mm -hmm. So that's why I said no because I'm total uh understanding now that I can't do everything by myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm slowly but surely building me a team so I can focus on what I focus on and let them focus on what they good on. Right. right. Because if, even if I come up with the idea of having a podcast, it's more to it than that. Right. I don't know how to uh sit back around and mix and edit. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I got to assemble the team for that. Sometimes, right. I, sometimes I think it's good that you learn everything for yourself. Mm -hmm. So when you do give out the jobs, and outsource it to another person, you know exactly what they're doing and what they're supposed to be doing and not they not out slicking you kind of or right. slacking on their job. You know what right. I'm saying? You're like, okay, you missed this step, this, this, this step because mm -hmm. I know this is what I've done. Right. It's okay. successful. You know what I mean? Right. So I think it's always good for us to know each part of our job that we're handing out right. firsthand. Mm -hmm. Right. So, 
do you um now since the um when you were on the show have your kids said anything to you about it? Did they watch your interview? Yeah. Did they have to, did, 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 like, you know, anybody that you're dealing with, did they tell you, like, okay, well, I like you said this, I don't like you said that. Well, yeah, because it's always you know, because be they, they seen a little bit more of a side that they may not have before. See, when it when it comes to my children, right, mm -hmm. uh, I think it'd be interesting to them because they actually learning from me firsthand versus hearing. Okay. Now, I don't have no problem talking to none of my children about anything or talking to the public as relate to books or whatever. Mm -hmm. But for, I don't always have those conversations with my children because those ain't the conversations that come up. If those conversations come up, I have no problem with it. But outside of those conversations, they can sit down and watch a podcast like, man, this is what's going on mm -hmm. with you. <laughs> Even with the last episode when I mentioned about the older children and, and, and the younger children, mm -hmm. They haven't mentioned it, but I'm quite sure they're like, man, this is how this guy really feel. Yes, this is how I really feel because I told y'all. And this thing mm -hmm. the conversation that we got to always have. As right. long as I keep an open line of communication, mm -hmm. whether y'all use it or not, y'all can think about what y'all want to think about this podcast. Right. Know? So, yes, everybody has something to say, whether it was negative or positive. Right. But even when it comes to family, I take the negative as, okay, this, this, this is what I need to do. Right. Okay. I actually look to them to give me stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And so have they said to you, like, you know, have they been more interested? Did anybody move closer to you or did anybody move farther away? I didn't move farther away, but I still don't think enough time has went past for them right. to move closer. Right. Nobody yeah, okay. moved further away. Okay. And, and and I'm still mending relationship because I've been gone. Well, not been gone, but I did 17 plus years. So I'm still mending relationship. I came yeah. home in 2017. Mm -hmm. So I'm relatively so fresh. Yeah. So do you think that um how how did how was it how hard or easy was it for you to transition from the north to the south like what is what how how is it what is the difference to you what what made you I should say what made you do it like to where I'm like okay I can go into a new space mm -hmm. and just start all over. Cause it's always hard to start over that change seem like yeah it's, like, it's just hard to just leave from because yeah. that's what you're used to mm -hmm. see in detroit mm -hmm. i want to say i was actually okay as relate to the publishing world and me being a, a publisher self-published books and giving others a chance mm -hmm. so in my mind we can do numbers i'm okay where i'm at right. so so when i come here is doing that all over again. I mean, from the registering business to getting mm -hmm. a, hitting the blocks to meeting people, I got to do everything all again. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much of a hard thing. It's about me using the same grind and motivation I had when I was at home. Okay. But what I can see is the difference versus being in Michigan and, and Georgia. Georgia is more acceptable to what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. Okay. More yeah. supportive. Yeah. And so when I say yeah. more acceptable, it's, it's like... Uh, I can literally pull a soapbox out and a megaphone like did come cop black bottom bread and that's mm -hmm. what they do. Mm -hmm. Versus uh mm -hmm. if I did the same thing, for example, on Mac and Shame somewhere, somebody can be like, What's up with this clown? Yeah. Okay. Y'all know what's up with me because I'm standing right here on this box with these books on my hand. Right. Here mm -hmm. people start with you got okay, how many can I how many got yeah. you know, right. it's, it's it's just something about the southern it's uh, a, and, part and, of the world and 
in the Midwest. Right. It, it seemed like everybody embraced you, no matter where you're from here, mm-hmm. in Atlanta, Florida, whatever, they're going to embrace you. Right. They're going to ask you, and then if you, they, you knew, they're going to say, come to you say, hey, brother, sister, what's your name? You know, but I, I don't know. It's just a, ter- a different feel, and I feel so comfortable in Atlanta. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, you know? I do. I know that when I was, I got to I gotta give it up to Detroit for this, um, being as Minnesota, it's so <laughs> it's so much um so many Detroit men there, right? Yeah, I right. haven't met a lot of Detroit women there, no. right? But I've met a lot of Detroit men. Mm-hmm. I have to say for myself personally that I got a lot of love from mm-hmm. the Detroit men. Mm-hmm. And when I went to Detroit, um this was in 2000, I want to say 14. When I went and we went to this area where it was like um, black businesses, um, they had uh, like a like a um, like a parade type of feel, like had their businesses out. They were selling different things. And when I went to this event, um, Coney, Stoney. Coney Island? I don't know. Something I'm like that. I want to say Coney Island, but mm-hmm. I don't want to stop it. Right. Yeah, that's it. That's where we went. And so when we went there, um, they were very supportive. They bought my books. Okay. I walked around with them in my hand. They stopped me. They gave me the $10 for the book. They was asking me questions. I actually met this girl that I see her online now. Uh-huh. She's bossed up, and guess what? She's here. Oh, wow. <laughs> She's from Detroit, though. She's the, um, her name on Instagram, I think it's the Black Vegan. I'm going to show her to you. I'm going to show you her. Okay. And and she stopped me and was like, hey, I want you to come on my radio show. I need you. Where are you from? I know you're not from here. I was like, no, I'm from Minnesota. Uh She was like, I need you. I need you. I said, okay, cool. Anytime, you know. She was like, what's this book about? Oh, it's fly. I like this name. Okay. Yeah, sister, I got so... My experience, my, my experience in Detroit was very good, but I was with men, you know, and so they probably, you know, they knew the area, they knew, you know, they were from there, they knew where to go, what to do. So, and they were just people that I met from before I was, you know, got locked up. We was in that game, you know, and they was in Minnesota. They went back home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They were blessed to still be alive right, that right. we, you know, was able to connect. So mm-hmm. they took me to the right spot to make sure that I could, you know, dump my books off and get my word out for it. So do you ever think of doing a book tour? Actually, I done started here. Okay. Of putting a book tour together. Okay. My first leg of it Actually, on November the 20th, because, mm-hmm. because I got a book signing reading at the uh, Douglas County Public Library. Okay. okay. So that's the first leg. And I done, uh, met up with another author who's from Atlanta, and we just been tossing ideas around. Okay. And he like, you just got down here, and this is what you're doing? I said, yeah, this is my first leg. Right. He said, okay, you're not just running your mouth. Right. you actually doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You just got here. So we've been going back and forth trying to put it together. It just as relate to me personally, this is my first leg. Okay. All right. Well, hey, you're on the right track, yeah. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Have you um thought of anybody that you want to bring on with you that would be good to, you know, fit in your brand of what you're doing? Like to, you know, or have you thought of like, okay, 
when I go to different spots, I reach out to, you know, see who can fill in the spots, you know? That's what I've been doing locally, like seeing who is following local people on, mm -hmm. on social media, like okay. what are they doing? Okay, this would be a good fit. Mm -hmm. Okay. These are the people I don't know who I'm looking for, but mm -hmm. I actually uh got a European who I deal with named Chris Matoon. Okay. His book is called Cheating Death, and uh, it's a memoir about his life, okay. even though he come up in a different place, in a mm -hmm. different era, because mm -hmm. he's a retired attorney now. Okay. But corporate attorney, but when you put the book side by side, the universal message is the same because you're talking about redemption. Right. Mm -hmm. And and he got experience to share. He didn't have a prisoner experience to share, but he still have lessons from his next of the woods that mm -hmm. ties in with mine. Right. So once mine get to going, mm -hmm. I definitely gonna invite him and he vice versa because when you're talking about a combined audience, mm -hmm. my personal thought, I don't think there's nobody who, who, who I can deal with better. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I'm not talking this just saying because I uh, know him. I literally met him like, man, this is what's going on. And mm -hmm. we click like that. How did you meet him? I used to have a, uh, well, I still got a, a booth in, in the Eastern Market, which, okay. which is, uh, y'all might be familiar in Detroit. It's mm -hmm. a, a market where it's they sell everything for clothes okay. and all this stuff. In some type of way, I managed to get a book stand because okay. nobody have ever had a book stand down there. So that was right up oh, my alley. Wow. That's good. And he just walked up right up like, what you doing? I explained myself to him. He like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm putting together a book. Mm -hmm. We got together, uh, banged out, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. And he got it out there. That's and, good. And That's I, love. And I never thought that I would deal with someone up intimately and personal with that walk of life because I come from somewhere totally different. Right. I right. come from the hood. I actually can't relate to his life, but the story I can relate to it. Right. Because once you get to the end of it, it's about redemption and doing better. I went to prison, I made up my mind. His was his uh pitfalls in life, he made up his mind. Right. So I would love to have him come with me. Okay. As well as my uh how would you call it? Label mates? No, that's rep. But, <laughs> but the people who I'm signed to. Label mates. Right, yeah, right, the people right. who I'm signed to, who I got my deal with, with Gang Tell Publishing. I love, yes. love Yeah, well, that's your label mates. Definitely. And I love to have them with me as well. Okay. And so what are they doing? Now, that you said is on the West Coast, right? Yes, uh, Los Angeles. Uh, they got a marketing machine out as well. Really? Mm. Yes, they got a marketing machine out as well. And I'm mm -hmm. glad that they were accepting me and I... I've been went that way. Now, one. how did they find you? How did that deal work out? Uh, Stanley James, right? Okay. Before I even had a book out, I was on uh social media. Okay, this is the four oh. pages I did. This is the three pages okay. I did. Mm -hmm. Then I was documenting myself when I be in the streets like this one I met, and right. he just contacted me like uh. He saw you in so many words, baby. I see. Yeah, okay. I see. That's right. In so many words, then uh. I actually was out here okay. visiting. Mm -hmm. I'm like, let me uh, call this guy. He went on live, mm -hmm. and, and I literally uh, request. I don't usually do that. I requested <laughs> to be on the live. Oh, right. nice. That's right. And, That's and, how you do it. And, yeah. he, and he accepted, like, uh, you don't know what's up, bro. I've been, I don't know you, but I've been uh, following and seeing what you're doing. You know, I just started my company. Mm -hmm. He uh, That wasn't on the air, but, you know, mm -hmm. after we got off, he like, this is what I'm doing. This is my vision. This is contacts I got. Mm -hmm. I'm not into raping people for they publish. Let's sit down with me and we get to talking about it. We right. talk about it. Something came out great that was beneficial to both of us. Okay. And I also like it because it's at the beginning of the trajectory mm -hmm. of their company that I'm a part of. Okay. 
Okay, that's right. Now, see, that's what I'm saying. The uh, one thing we learned about um in content creation boot camp is that a person can give you the game, right? Mm -hmm. They could sit on the stage. They could sit all day. You could pay for the conference. You could pay for the training. But if you don't make the play, it's on you. Yes. Right. So have you ever just got some just killer game and you didn't you, you didn't put the play down? You slept on the play or you know what I'm saying? You uh, took a nap on it. I'm not going to say slept. I'm going to say you took a nap on it like, mm -hmm. um, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to, you know. Right. That's really, uh, when you take a nap on the play, that's just really procrastinating. Yeah, I'm going to drop on it. Oh, I don't care. This, yeah, this, this is your floor. This is one, right, where I totally dropped the ball at with personal feelings. Okay. Still incarcerated. Uh-huh. This actually uh about a fiction book that I wrote. I'm I'm watching the charts, reading every hood book I think I could a real one in prison. Mm -hmm. Y'all might be familiar with Terry Woods. Right? Oh, yeah. yes. I love yeah. Terry Woods. So, yeah. I was sending her some unsolicited uh, letters. Okay. Every handler, I think, the, the, the secretary, everybody is the gatekeeper, secretary, right. before you get to them. Nothing ever come about it. Okay. Mm. So, I take a chance when they put some money on my phone. Call. <laughs> okay. Accept it. Oh, so, okay. Uh, it wasn't her. Mm. It was somebody in the office. So, her... Uh, Talk to her like, listen, I've been a uh, 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 follower of uh, uh, her craft. You know, this is the book. I, I sent it in. I never heard back from y'all. What's going on? Right. So, in the time went by, I get a letter back like, uh, in so many words, be it. Okay. Wow. But it wasn't like that. It was, the letter was basically tighten up. Okay. Do this. And maybe we can even talk about something. You know what I mean? I don't, okay. I don't remember what the letter said exactly, but it, that was in so many words. Not right now, get it together. Mm -hmm. But I took it as, hold on. This <laughs> book that I got right here is the, you know what I mean? If you right. don't want to deal with this book, I don't know what y'all talking about. Right. So this is what I mean when you ask about dropping a ball or whatever case. Mm -hmm. I totally did because my own emotions, like, hold on. Y'all yeah. need to deal with what I got y'all. Mm -hmm. But as time went on, before I got out, I looked at the letter. This wasn't no letter telling me to beat it. This was a letter saying, tighten up. And, and then, we, we, you know what I mean? We'll get it okay. together. Right. By me not tightening up, looking at the letter, like, man, forget y'all. Mm -hmm. and, and I was listening to the drama that, that was going on at the time right. about the authors and all this stuff. So I'm like, no. Mm -hmm. So when I end up meeting her years later, after mm -hmm. I read a book, then I briefly mentioned it. She ain't remember, but she was like, if you got the letter from my author saying it, it wasn't so much telling you to be it. You just should have listened. Okay. Right. Pay right. attention. And right. if y'all look at her career, Right. Versus 2004, 5, 6, or 7, whatever mm -hmm. year it was that I hollered at her. She shot yeah. up since. And me, no, I totally dropped the ball. Okay. Totally well, I wouldn't say you, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say this, though. You matured. Yes. Right. You learned to listen. Mm -hmm. And you, you're, 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 what's for you is for you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't. You, you you weren't made to to make her more greater. It's 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 for you to make you great. Right. Your every single thing that you have going on right now, it's your time and it's meant and designed to go for you. Mm -hmm. It ain't. It ain't. It, it wasn't for you to make Terry Woods bigger than what she is. Right. right? So I mean that definitely gave you a lot. 
<laughs> that it gave you that that game that she gave you, right? Mm -hmm. It definitely is making you pick and choose your plays without emotion. Yes, right. A person with a uh, that, uh, that was a blessing. When you talking about uh, clouded emotions, you make ridiculous decisions. Right. And, and I totally did because I was stuck on my own ego in prison. Right. I'm like, hold on, any fight I sent this to. You're like, not, not me, not my stuff, not, not what I, I, I know this, he, I he know wasn't, what this is. He wasn't ready for turn down. He's like, oh, <laughs> right. no, he ain't for turn me <laughs> exactly. down. Especially <laughs> if, if I can take something I wrote and give it to this guy overnight and I get paid for some piece of paper for overnight. We ain't talking about no book. This is stuff on the Smith Corona. Right. right. So if I can get all my stuff overnight and y'all pay me and give it back in the morning. People out there gotta but it wasn't like that. It was basically idiot listen. Right. No, I'm not listening <laughs> to you because I got five hundred other people telling me what it is. Right. You know what I mean? But but that that, that was cool. It was a, a learning example and, and I, I do truly think I dropped the ball for messing up the relationship. Right. A relationship mm -hmm. that could have been far as uh what I'm trying to do. Right. But you but when you went and when you met her, when you had a brief meeting, you know, when you saw her, I mean, what did she say then? Was she, did she want you to send her more? Mm -mm. I didn't even talk to her about that. Okay. Because okay. I was at the beginning mm -hmm. of starting my own company. I right. just right. acknowledged okay. her, mm -hmm. let her know, you know, I'm family work and all that. Right. Talk to her. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't nothing about sending you what I'm doing. I just was brought it up to see if she even remembered. Right. And, and, and she did remember, and it kind of tripped me out considering how many people probably was uh, sending unsolicited stuff to her right. company just mm -hmm. to even get a response back or something. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I had a situation just happen to me um, on Friday. We were in, um, or excuse me, not Friday. Uh, what was it, Wednesday? We went to Magic City? Oh, yeah, Wednesday. Okay, so we went to Magic City. And so we seen T.I.'s road manager in there, right? <laughs> so I met him, um, actually, when I was on my book grind. Mm -hmm. And uh, Clay Evans, I met him. And when well, the, how I met him was when I, when I was walking, and I was going to this club, uh, me and my friends, we were uh, promoting the book. And it wasn't the hood makes fresh water. It was overlay for the underplay. So I had like a stack of like 10, 12 books in my hand. Mm -hmm. So when he saw me walking, holding the books, and there's like 10 girls behind me, he's like, hey, 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 where are you going? <laughs> Come here. I didn't know who he was. So I just right. like kind of ignored him, kept on walking. He came up in the bar with us. He asked us what we was doing there. We talking. He like, um, hey, he like, um, you write books? I was like, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, I kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, I like that, I like that. So we talking, whatever. He's like, hey, give me some of them books. So he go around the bar. Like I said, I don't know who he is. He just said, I'm Clay. Everybody know who I am. I'm Clay. At this time, um, T.I. was in jail. Okay. Okay, so... He used to go around, he settle books, he come back here, girl, like he hand the book, you know, hand me the money. Right. Here you go, like he doing like that. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look, I got soft on him. I'm like, right. yeah, thank you. So he gives me the money. He's like, um, he's like, look, he was like, straighten up. 
He was like, you better get up out here in these niggas' face and get to telling them who you are and what you doing. Like, he, like, right. you know, punched me up. Mm-hmm. He was like, don't be, don't be shying away. Get out here and talk, man. What you doing? I was like, okay, so. He was like, go ahead. Like, <laughs> she, she, she is shy. <laughs> she He's like, go ahead. I'm like, okay. Well, she was shy. Now she not. Believe it or not, right? From what I think I know, most writers are usually like that. Yeah, I was. You writing forced you to get out in the public. Right. And I went and I sold the books, got his number, was talking to him like over a period of a year. And he kept trying to connect me with people because he kept saying, he was like, you, 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 you got it. He was like, and don't you sign your life away. Yeah. He was like, you got some million dollar game, girl. He was like, just off the name of this book, he kept looking at it and looking at the cover and the name. He was like, you you gotta, you got to get out here and really, you know, beat your feet. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. And then I seen him Wednesday um, at Magic City. I asked him, I was like, you remember? And then he had been that first. Right. Look, it's been like 10 years. He's like, no, he didn't. So then I started telling him the story. I showed him the number on the phone. He said, he looked at me, he said, you ain't called? <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. I hollered, I said, because you kept telling me you didn't know what to do with me. He mm-hmm. kept telling me that. Right. He was like, I don't know what to do with you. But when I told him on Wednesday, I told him that what I was doing now, he was like, good shit. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm loving He said, so I'm, I'm going to be hearing about you. You got my number, so I'm going to be seeing you. Right? Mm-hmm. So that just let me know, like, you're on the just same, same, you're on the right path. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't need nobody else to make me whatever it is I'm going to be. I'm going to do it. Right. You know? I ain't looking for, no, you know, handouts or nobody. And that's why I'm relating back to you with, like, the Terry Woods situation. You don't need her. You know what I'm saying? You didn't really drop the ball on the on the on the game that she gave, it just gave you more strength yeah. and more, you know, confidence. Mm-hmm. And like For you sure. said, I don't want to go talking on nobody's show. Well, let me see how it is first. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, it might be a little something that I want to try out and then see you're satisfied, right. you know, with how it comes out because mm-hmm. you never... Only thing I think with podcasts is what... People are afraid of, like we was talking about earlier, you be in like a situation where like what they know about me, where they come, you know what I'm saying? What what did they find out about me? Mm-hmm. They going to try to whip out a question on me that, you know, I might not want to say, you know what I'm saying? And then still and all, now that you're learning, like I know how to articulate it to however I want to be perceived, right? right? You are in control yeah. of how you're going to answer, you know, your questions. Because everybody's like, oh, you know, do y'all got a, um, you know, a questionnaire? I'm like, yeah, yeah we got a questionnaire. Yeah. But we never really stick to the questionnaire. Right. Because a podcast really is like comfortability. Yeah. You know, if a person is, if a person is in the, it's like pillow talking (laughs) with somebody that you first meet, right? You're not going to let no, nothing come out your mouth that you don't want to. Right. right? So you, when you're pillow talking, it's like, yeah, you got comfortable. You was over there pillow, you know, people get mad at that, right? Mm -hmm. You was over there saying too much and it's like, no, I'm not, you know, I know what to say. So moving forward, what you got coming up? Like within the next thirty days, that's you know pertaining to 
the podcast and um you doing a book publishing. Uh in the next thirty days mm-hmm. there, there won't be an episode of my podcast, but I have been uh lining up guests. Okay. Uh, the last time that I spoke with you all, I mentioned about a fiction book that I wasn't ready to give the uh, title or pill. Yeah. That'd be uh coming out on my own company, Black Bottom Bread Publishing. Okay. Uh, well, this coming year. Okay. Now the title of that book is already done. Is mm-hmm. uh, Prospect the Next Man Up. Okay. Oh, nice. I like it. Okay. Written by uh, a young man in Chicago mm-hmm. who simply want to go by D. Okay. I've tried it in so many words. Like, Tell me his, his book name. You need to put your name out there because D is not going to work. But yeah. he's, he's hard bent on D. So now he's going to take the uh, the small machine of Black Bottom Bread Publishing to okay. make D mean something because I totally believe in the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the few people who I have looked at the story, they believe in it. Okay. So that's can you give us a little bit of what it's about? Yes, I yes I can. It's, okay. it's actually about uh three brothers, two of them twins. Okay. Uh, we know that Chicago has a heavy gang culture. Yeah. Right. So the book is about um uh actually all three of them are in the gang, but it shows the pitfalls of being in gangs. Okay. And it's not one of those stories where how you get everybody get killed or everybody get locked up at the end of the book is actually a real even if this makes any sense i don't want to be making up my word on y'all show but Mm -hmm. it's one of those things that uh a fiction book that's real right okay you know but it's so it's it's, real it's a real fiction story story. but he changed changed the the names and uh some of the situations to protect the innocent no it's nothing like that to protect the innocent them it's a real fiction story but the culture of it is real okay okay Okay. it's it's a real fiction book Mm -hmm. but the gang culture inside the book is real like there's no stories in there where he got to worry about looking over his head because he wrote a fiction book is no it's a true fiction book, to, but he wanted to depict the gang culture as it relates to people not knowing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Especially when you come to hood books, it's mm-hmm. always uh you even even I write hood books myself. It's usually somebody ride off uh happy at the end of the book and everybody yeah, right. get killed or everybody go to jail. Mm-hmm. His mm-hmm. book don't lead to that, it lead to real life consequences and, and people need to know about them and mm-hmm. want to know about them okay. who are not familiar with games. Right. Okay. So I can start What 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 do you think that um what made you believe in it? What made you take on his story? Because I want my company to promote redemption. Because okay. I come from a crazy messed up background. That actually I talk about it in my book, but mm-hmm. it's not so much of just my background in different states and cities. It's people with the same backgrounds. It's just, yeah. this is where I was at. And when we had a chance to sit down and talk, and me being told the story, because I actually told him it was a bitch. Mm. Oh, wow. And he remembered it. <laughs> he, he like, man, I remember you told me it was a bitch because I wasn't seasoned. And now yeah, I... You know. And yeah. I truly feel like, man, this this story is universal. This is not no Chicago story. Right. This ain't no Detroit story. This story need to be out there. And he mm-hmm. actually believed in me. Like, okay, bro. We can make this work and get the right. story out there. Okay. And that's why I didn't uh, mention the title last time. Because, right, because it's in the making. Right. Right. Like like exactly what I said, but now it's official. It's coming out okay. uh, 
coming out 2022. I want to say February and Legend March. Oh, wow. Thanks. Now, oh, yeah. uh, so have you, okay, what's your publishing company? How do you um, keep it to where it's afloat? Are you able to create it to where you're able to get like grants or funding for it? Or what are you doing uh, to keep it running? I was soliciting grants and funding mm-hmm. for a minute. Uh, uh, Prosperous Detroit looked out for me a little bit. Okay. But as I kept going, I'm still with that. I don't want to, not old so much, but I don't want right. y'all had to be, I started this. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And, and when you talk about you having a business and growing it, I don't know where my uh, company going to go in years, but I don't want the rhetoric years later. Right. Oh, oh, when you started, this what we gave you. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, give us something back. It, 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 and it's not like that. So when we're talking about funding, mm-hmm. it's actually a gamble with me. Right. Because mm-hmm. I don't want nobody who I'm signed to give me a dime. Because I truly right. believe if if I'm the publisher, I shouldn't be asking you for money. Right. But you but you're but you're you're taking the time to do it. You need you you're supposed to get something. Mm-hmm. See, I'm so in love with the stories and the people who I deal with, uh-huh. if I take the gamble and my gamble fail, I'm willing to accept it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But thus far, the gambles that I've been taking, even though it's my book and another book, I haven't failed as related. I, I know how to get up from defeat. Okay. Most most people that start, some have uh, defeat lessons. And maybe at my age and what I'm doing right now, I haven't got that defeating lesson. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know that things don't work out. Uh, okay, this this the not the, not the best book that's ever written. Right. But I have confidence with me and the people I deal with. We know how to sell this. Right. Yeah. This don't got to mm-hmm. be the best story. Mm-hmm. I truly believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm also learning from a bigger machine mm-hmm. who I deal with to push my own brand. Right. Okay. Okay. So and just like it's done to me, I'm not being raped with no publishers. Mm-hmm. This this is your story. You owe one hundred percent your own right. So I'm yeah. giving the same opportunity that was given to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I dealt with um uh Ingram Spark, I had went to I typed in um because when I got home, I did everything myself. Mm-hmm. And I was self-published underneath. So my everything niche. like you typed, you're, you typed everything. your whole book yourself, right? Everything. Wow. Everything. Thirty eight. Everything. Mm-hmm. And what I did was I gave the flash drive to um, a woman by the name of Sue Corns, mm-hmm. right? And she worked for um, Graphic Designs Downtown Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And they did distribution out of Learner Books. Learner Books is the right. one of the Same biggest. Learner Books. Yeah, yeah, they're one of the biggest distribution in the Midwest that do like all of the school systems. They systems they print. Mm-hmm. So she folded her company, mm. um, and I hadn't heard from her. I didn't know which direction to go or what. So then I got online, was looking for um, pay for distribution. So. Then the distribution went through uh, Page Publishing. They did nothing for me. I heard mm. that company. Huh? I heard that company. Yeah, they're no good. Mm. They're out of. Um, I actually left Minnesota when it was. Um, it was the elections when Trump went into office. Okay. I was down there that whole week, 
went to Staten Island. Oh, New York. Yeah, I was there when Hillary lost. I was Mm -hmm. actually downtown Manhattan. It was all blue. Hillary, 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 Hillary. Mm -hmm. And Hillary didn't win. I was (laughs) there in the flesh. And so um, I went to Staten Island, um, met the public, you know, the guy. He was Mm -hmm. an Italian guy that owned the company. I seen thousands of books they had like in a room like in a big conference room like this and they had lots of books all over their wall had books all up stacked up on the table mm-hmm. and um they showed me my book showed me what it looked like they had like their um daughters or nieces or whatever working in the other part of the building mm-hmm. um took the train you know talked to them for a minute took the train back to uh you know, downtown Manhattan stayed there for a day or two, and then I came back home. I just wanted to make sure that it was an actual right. spot. So right. then they was not running my book at all. I mm. never got a royalty check from them. Wow. And that's why I was saying to y'all, like, why I was emotional about it when they, um, Ingram Spark gave me a starting okay. of $40 from off of five books that they sold, right? So um, that's what I'm saying, like, I don't really, even though all this time, that's this situation is so totally different from when I had printed up a thousand copies each time. Right. Because off of those thousand, I had to sell them on my own. Like mm-hmm. literally, I didn't have nobody marketing it right and selling it for me. So I just was like, okay, well, I'll stick with Ingram Spark because that's not nothing that I got to even worry about, right? right? It's not the money that I want, because if I had to sold them, then I would have got, what, $80 versus the $40, right? right? But it's like, I'm not doing any work, so, you mm-hmm. know, they print it up, and it's print by demand. So, if somebody's asking for it, they're going to print it up and ship it to them, so it's okay. not, you know, I don't have yeah. to worry about it. I don't have to have a whole uh, garage full of books and be mm-hmm. worried about stressing about, you know, actually seeing it and, and trying to get, get rid, rid of, of it. it. To get my money back worth well, dang, I gotta sell, you know, all these many to get that five thousand that I put into, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's um, but at the same time, it's like, okay, the book is old now. Good title's time for the sequel should have been out, but it's time for that to come out. So I need somebody that wants to, you know, really put into it being a movie. Like when I first put it out. They was talking, you know, people was talking to me about it, but nobody never came and mm-hmm. was like, okay, well, let's really do it, you know? So it's like, do I, sh-? you know, it's like, that's the type of mindset I'm at with it now. It's like, mm-hmm. what can I do with this? Because it's just money on the table. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you talk about books and older books, mm-hmm. it's like from each book, I want to say what, five strands of income? It might be more. And, and, and when you're talking about the physical book itself, mm-hmm. then you got the digital. Right. Then even what you said, you got the uh, the uh, movie to the book. So you're talking about three. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about the audio. Then yeah. you got four. And mm-hmm. what was the, uh, the uh, oh, the fifth one, serialization of your novel. Right. So I look at it like uh, even with the older projects, it's not for me. What I'm gonna do with it is what's gonna happen next with it, mm-hmm. right. because right. once the book is did what it did, mm-hmm. the book did what it did. Mm-hmm. Right. But you steady can still pull from that same bank, because mm-hmm. right. fiction is, uh, what I've noticed, fiction is different from nonfiction because nonfiction you probably can sell for thirty years. 
when you get to talking about fiction stories, mm -hmm. some people want to hear these stories or not. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, it's still the same fiction book, and don't matter how many years later, you still can pull income from it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, that's what's been going on with it. Mm -hmm. That's definitely what's been going. On. It's it's it's. I don't. I mean, the people that know me know me. They know like, yeah, she wrote a book. Yeah, she got two books or whatever. But mm -hmm. like, I don't even talk about it to people now because I'm pumping the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like I don't even really, you know, go in it into it. But just so happen that's what you know what I'm saying. You got, and so that's what made me bring right. it. Right. <laughs> that's what made me bring it up. Oh, yes. you know, uh. That's a whole another discussion. Man. All right. Yeah, it's, see, I, I'm actually, even though I got new books coming out, mm -hmm. the time that I was in prison, I'm not just going to let the books that I wrote in prison be books that I wrote in prison. Right, right. Because now that I've entered the field of putting my stories out, not only is this new stories and other people's stories, mm -hmm. these old stories that I wrote mm -hmm. can still come to life with different strengths of income. Whether Definitely. I put the book out or not. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And Definitely. that's how I look at it with your projects. Yeah. Whether they old or not, now these same old projects gonna bring new cash in with right. new revenues to mm -hmm. Right. I was thinking of trying to find um somebody that could come in and you know, like manage it. I know they have book managers I or mean. whatever, but it's so hard to find. That's just a resource that I'm going to look for. Mm -hmm. I need somebody that's <laughs> genuine and somebody that you know that's going to push it. Right. Because mm -hmm. when you're saying looking for a, a book manager, right, mm -hmm. that's the stage I'm at now. Okay. I don't want to do all this stuff. Right. I don't want to be the uh, the manager. I don't want to be the agent. I don't want to be the uh, 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 publicist and all this stuff. It's mm -hmm. a, it's a running uh, joke in my household. I tell my significant other, mm -hmm. my wife be like, what you, who you think you is? Because I be joking, <laughs> like, they better call me now because in a minute, they don't have to talk to somebody else. Right. Right. But, okay. but serious, no, right? I'm, I'm actually being true and honest because I have to guard myself for the people who I want to contact. Why? Yes, you know what I mean? Do. So I will yes, give my do. personal number out, but no. I only give my personal number out to people who I want to give it out to. Right. That's right. why I got a whole nother phone for that. Right. Mm -hmm. So if this person is in this phone, uh -huh. that means they need to be in this phone. Right. So I, I'm like that too. So I'm totally uh, to the point, yes, I am looking for a book manager because mm -hmm. the same way that movie uh, 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 actors and uh, rappers and singers, they got them. Yeah, it ain't only an agent and publicist for mm -hmm. people who write books, it's a manager, too. Yeah, that's right. I'm at the point I just can't find it, right? Right, you will. I'm quite sure you'll find them here for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, because this yeah, is the land flourished. of ATL, the land of resources, like Definitely. LA, this in LA, yeah, yeah. So I'm literally assembling a team from the ground up because at home. My team wasn't an official team. It was the people who I dealt with. If, yeah. they, if they want to see me win, they're going to do what they do. But it's it's more than that now. I'm not in Detroit or Michigan. Right. Mm -hmm. This team got to be built for real because at one time, I took my company, mm -hmm. not as a company. Mm -hmm. I took it as, damn, this cash, like, this is what we need. Right, yeah. I got, hold on, I just got $2,000. <laughs> right. right. This ain't a business to me. Man, I just came up, but yeah. I had to take those thoughts out. This is a real business. Right. If I get $4,000, see, I can't go spend $3,000. Mm -hmm. No, I know. No. And, but, and how did you, okay, and how did you separate yourself with that? Man. How did you separate yourself with that? Because 
that's a hard struggle for us as well. Let, let you always, you, you always, when you get the cash in hand, go buy what you need so you're not stressing. You know? My company is basically two mm -hmm. years old, the mm -hmm. age that we know about Corona. Mm -hmm. So right when they started opening things up is when I end up getting my booth downtown. Okay. So I look, I do look at numbers every day. Okay. So if if I That's got a really booth, good a booth downtown, and y'all telling me y'all get forty thousand people of foot traffic, mm -hmm. four hundred people want to know what I'm doing out here. Yeah. Right. We ain't That's talking right. about the forty thousand. Mm -hmm. Four hundred people want to know what I'm doing, and probably forty of them about to stop. Yeah. Right. Out of the four hundred that want to know what I'm doing, and out of the forty of them stop, twenty of them going back. That's fine. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. how I'm looking at it. But it was ridiculous. Like, what is she doing out here? Mm -hmm. I got uh, uh, cash out popping off. I got Zelle popping <laughs> off. Demo popping off a cash in hand. I'm like, man, this is serious. Yeah. Right. So yeah. when I leave there at the end of the day, I, I don't know. I didn't come with this. Right. I'm not thinking about yes. it. That's so good. Yes. That you look Babe, like what you need? Y'all need something at the house? Right. I just right. seen a punch. We need, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, right. yeah. but the way to separate it is I had to. Learn a hard, a hard, when I say a hard, valuable mistake, this this, this just came. I think I missed one of the biggest uh, book events in Detroit. Oh, oh wow. Be oh, yeah, I heard about that. Isn't that just recently? They, last month? They canceled it, the, uh, oh, okay. the uh, 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 Hustle and Grind book thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. Ended up being canceled. But at the time, I probably made, literally had like 20 books. Oh, wow. You know why I only got 20 books? And I've been planning for this a bit for the life because the cash that I was getting, mm -hmm. man, I'm stacked up out here. I'm not thinking about no books. I'll get these books when I get them. Mm -hmm. right. But the money left. Now I don't got no product. Right. right. Oh. Um, we've been there. Well, you know what I'm saying? God. So yeah. this is a real business. If right. if we're going to use $100, if I make $100, mm -hmm. I'm not about to spend no uh, $80. Right. Okay. I'll take $10 or $20. Now we talking about bigger numbers. You still got to think, like, gotta think like that. I'm gonna yes, take this and put that there. So mm -hmm. now I look at one hundred dollars with everything I do, even if it's a thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars. I take the hundred dollar variable. Like man, this need to go for marketing. Mm -hmm. I, I might need to pay for this for the newspaper. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I might yeah. need to just have this just because. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's how I separated when that time came. To, yeah, they counseled it, but. I was banking. I was like, I'm about to get this. Yeah. Time coming up. I'm like, I'm just have any books. <laughs> have you, have books you set ration. up your QuickBooks? Have you set up your business like is as a business? Or what yeah, you, it, it, how are you see, doing I right actually now? had it set up from the beginning, and but I wasn't using, using it like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Money one being deposited into the business account, uh, all this <laughs> yes. other good boy stuff. Okay, mm -hmm. I could take the money out of my pocket and put it back in the business account. Mm -hmm. That ain't gonna happen because mm -hmm. these places be closed and they need their cash. Yeah. Right. So that that was the turning point for me right there. Like, man, I, it makes no good if I got money and I don't got no product. Right. Well, this is what bringing the money. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm like, nope, I'm going balance. Okay. okay. So now. That's where I'm at right now. I don't care if I go out there and sell a whole two or three thousand dollars, uh, two or three thousand books. The thing is, this book is the company. Right. I'm right. gonna have to get paid just like somebody else get paid. Pay yourself. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, well, thank you for coming and meeting us for another episode. Here we're gonna wrap it up. Appreciate y'all. Is there anything else? <laughs> <laughs> well. You want to lay it all out on the line. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, 2022 is going to be prosperous for me and my company. Uh, That's right. I'm re-releasing the uh, 
bullying book. Okay. Okay. Which is called Annie and Trait. That's that's gonna be a re-release. Okay. Now that I'm convinced the author having books will get out there and promote it. All right. She's, right. she's kind of shy, but you know that's how teenagers are. I'm mm-hmm. gonna convince her to get out there and promote the anti-bullying book. Okay. Uh, nice. That's at, gonna be sweet. As I said, my own self, my uh, my company putting out another book, mm-hmm. which is called The Prospect Next Man Up. Uh, my actual uh. I didn't tell y'all last time, but my book with the major deal is entitled Stunt Pullers. That'll be out this year. S-T-U-N-T-P-U-L-L-E-R, Stunt Pullers. Okay, okay. Stunt Pullers. Uh, and when, you, when is that coming? This month, next month? No, all this will be 2022. Okay. okay. I'm okay. looking for that one to be mid-year, probably uh, May-June. Okay. But okay. that mm-hmm. one definitely done. Uh, so that's two. Uh well, no, it's actually three because there's two on my own. And I'm also releasing another fiction book on my own company. Okay. Uh, and this time, I ain't going to say the title, but I definitely <laughs> would say the title when it's right. ready to. Yeah. Okay. So All right. I'm looking for a busy year and I'm uh, revamping my podcast thanks to y'all learning. Okay. All right, then. Okay. Also, I'm definitely inviting you to come. Yeah, yes. I'm coming. Yes, and wait, wait. Is there, is there anything else outside of the writing world that you're doing? That you want people to know. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm still consulting outside the writing world. Uh, I finished my first commercial. Okay. Producers listen. Uh, actors listen. I finished my uh, wrote my first commercial. I want people to uh, tap in because I don't know everything. All right. Once again, about you want that. feedback from it. That's right. Okay. Uh, and tell them how they tell them all the handles that they can. Yes, reach you at. Y'all can reach me at Black Bottom Bread on Instagram. Uh, Major be right on Twitter. I'm on Facebook at Dion Hall, but not as much. Uh, LinkedIn with my name. You can mm-hmm. put it in Black Bottom Bread Publishing that it come up. Or anybody can email me. Uh, my email is major at blackbottom.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, November the 20th in Douglas, Douglas County Public Library. I will be there signing books. and, and Oh, also a question and answer session as well. Yes. Okay, and hey. one more thing. Mm-hmm. What can you give them that will inspire somebody today? What what what's the what's the last words? Uh we wouldn't say a shoe moment this time because you gave us a shoe moment Man. last Inspir- time. Inspiration. Some some inspiration to success. Inspiration is to success to success, I would think. Uh invite the naysayers. Especially when you come from a checker pass, invite the naysayers because we don't like to say it, but uh, critics, critics and things like that drive who we are. Right. Because you don't want to please nobody, but you do take a, a, a opening ear to all negative things. So I'm um, for success, accept it all, the okay. good and the bad. Yes. And, and it's kind of cliche, but don't give up because I didn't. And I suppose it's been counted out. All right. Yes. And don't forget, we got new product alert, Bossed Up Beauty. We have waist wrap bands. So, www.bossedupbeauties.com. You will see it in the link below. <laughs> waist trainers, body shapers, and waist wraps. And we have um, body butter with Lena Bean. So, it's www.lena.com. Bodybutter.com Body <laughs> and Cashmere Lux hair products. www.cashmereluxhairsalon.com. You get all your natural hair care and hair growth products from there. 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Meet the Shoe. Traveling in slow motion, battling with the question.